Alright everybody, hello and welcome to another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where week after week we are just reliving past years because this past year has been a hmm 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 hmm. Jonathan, how are you? <laughs> I was completely taken aback by the hmm 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 hmm. That was a good bit. You know, just fill in uh, the blanks however, yeah, I, however okay. you can. Uh, I am doing great. I, uh, it's been a bit since we've been in, in this little world, yeah. but in, in another world, we've been a part of a, a group podcast where we've been thinking about theme songs. It's also and... technically in this world. It's just not, it's not the, yeah. the facebook.com slash we have to ask, or we have to ask. We have to ask. World. World. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was very excited that we, we like, we, we literally, uh, put it into the universe and it happened. Um, yeah, that's a, true. That was the last <laughs> was mentioned in the last the, show. The last, the last show that we did, I said, uh, "Oh, you get to? Are, are you in it?" And you said, "Yep." And I said, "Damn it, Lars!" Uh, but I'm very happy to be a part of this group, and uh, very happy to be a part of the the silliness that has uh, happened with the fact that I my vote doesn't count in a tie, <laughs> uh, and uh, I did. I, I, I have so I think I'll put it out. I guess I, I, I ding Joel for this a lot. So I guess I'll go ahead and stop our show for it, too. Uh, OK, Joel and Lars, the hosts of uh, Hobo Radio Hobo Radio every year for March, they do a Mabel Memorial Madness tournament of some kind. Uh, why is it Mabel Memorial? No one remembers. But uh, this year they are trying to do a tournament of the best TV theme songs with like an asterisk because it's like only American TV and uh it's like only what the people setting up the tournament could think of. But to be fair, that was almost 300 shows worth of theme songs. So like the amount of work that has gone into this is staggering and mm -hmm. um, wasteful, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's been yeah, it's been fun. So we've been whittling down. We started with uh, normally these tournaments start at the 32 30 with 32 teams, 16 matchups. And uh, we started at 68, so there were two play-in games, and then and then 32 matchups uh, to get us to the 16, which I think we just recorded last weekend, and then uh, we'll be doing the next round. Finishing up, yeah, coming up. Uh, I so I'm going to actually I was going to say a bit, but I'm going to save it for that show. <laughs> and I have I have a new train of thought. So during maths on Monday in my eighth grade class for technology. I had a student type in chat, Mr. J, what's a hobo radio? And I took a deep breath. And I Google me. And the student swears, I didn't Google you. And I said, you sure about that? Mm -hmm. And I and so I finally said, like, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a podcast that some of my friends do. Now, please don't lie to me. All right, Mr. J, I wanted to edit my profile picture with a picture of your face. And so I Googled you and I found a picture of you with Kylo Ren. And I guess it was at a Comic-Con and I got your face. Thanks. Uh, so uh, I did Somehow admitting to, to a different Googling, that, that was... 
That was hey, not the you Google know you expected. Uh, and then I looked, and he like put my my face on a wrapper, and so the kids were saying "rip," which uh, is the only time that I'm going to say that because I definitely am probably using it wrong. I definitely probably shouldn't be saying it, and uh, it was his profile picture. Excellent. For us. Uh, but thank you to Hobo Radio uh, for having a picture of me in the Google sphere and allowing you to find me by Googling me. So cheers to, to Joel Lars. Ah, very good. Um, something is How going on with the internet. Uh, I think I think it is Zoom. Um, okay. I, I missed a little bit of the end of your story. But uh, if I can summarize, your students found you uh, posing with Kylo Ren. They put your face on the body of a rapper, and yep. it's all because Joel published a picture of you? Yep. Okay. <laughs> there it is. That sounds great. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. Everything is chaos. Uh, just a reminder of that things were even worse this time last year. That's a reminder to me, not to anyone else in particular. Uh, but... Um, very excited. New York just changed the rules uh, starting today. I now qualify with no caveats for uh, the vaccine. Beautiful. I'm over 30. I live in New York. Boom. So I'm tomorrow. I'm getting that first shot. Shh, put it in me. I uh, don't know what vaccine I'm going to get yet, but I'm very much looking forward to like mid-May. I can finally start conquering my new social anxieties that I've been building for the last year right. plus. <laughs> Are you, are you going to be somebody who's willing to venture out a little bit more uh, after getting the double dose? Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. I, I think I think at that point I have to. <laughs> I have to start at least working on it about stepping outside, not being a complete shut-in. Um, one, one thing that uh, I don't know if it's uh, amazed me, but it surprised me a little, is that I'm actually perfectly happy just living in a very small apartment uh, as long as I've got... Food, entertainment, you know, I can reach out. I've been a computer nerd since as long as I've had computers. And I can occupy my time really well. Uh, so not, that's not to say it hasn't been ups and downs. I've definitely had, you know, lots of moments of anxiety and depression and uh, just feeling feeling real bad about the state of things. But in terms of, like, craving, you know, like, the touch of a stranger, you know, I'm like, oh, that's okay. That's cool. Uh, so to I'll ask you this. So I get my second dose on the eighth, mm -hmm. uh, and then two we almost two weeks exactly later, which is around the time they say like two weeks that you get fully vaccinated, right. like good, uh, is my birthday, and uh, then uh, the Orioles for the first time in a while are home on my birthday. So wow, like, wow. uh, your thought. If I should, if, if, it, if I should go. I think, uh, if it were me, uh, so, you know, salt that however you need to. Yep. Um, as long as they are still distancing in the stadium, like if they're, if they're selling full seats, no, thank nope. you. Uh, yeah, no. but, but if they were keeping like every, you know, what, if using one out of three or maybe one out of two, um, then I would think about it because it's, it's outside. Yeah, uh, they you can stay masked up for most of it, it, you know, so like probably people around you won't. But at least you can add your layer of protection. Yeah. And if you're vaccinated, 
it's not likely, you know, I don't know, like it's, it's always been a game of odds. And the thing is the yep. odds have just always been really bad. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, everything works in your favor to be like, it's an outdoor event. It can be spaced out. You right. can wear your mask and it's not weird. Uh, hopefully other people wear their masks as well. Um, seems it could be okay. It could be okay. Right. Like, I just, I just don't know. I don't know. The, the thing that works in my favor is they're at 25% capacity. So they're, their max number is 16,000. Uh, the the average that they've had two years ago was 19,000. But it, that number gets skewed because right. like Red Sox and Yankees come like eight times, 16 times a year. And yeah. that's when the stadium gets filled. So like the game that we're playing on my birthday is against Atlanta, uh, Oakland. And nobody, like, nobody here cares about Oakland. <laughs> Yeah, um, their so, their fandom doesn't really make it all the way to right. So as far east, uh, I don't know. I think I might think about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it. Thank you for your input. Sure. Well, thanks for asking, Jonathan. And yeah. whatever you decide, uh, preemptive two week early. Happy birthday. Nope. Almost three weeks early. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, let's see. Since we are resting on our laurels, uh, this week we'll be revisiting. Uh, a timeline where we were a little bit obsessed with food and um, gosh, I can't wait to find out what was going on in that timeline because food has been a weird one for me this year. Uh, I don't know about you, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, crud. It looks like we missed most of their intro. So I guess we're okay. we're uh, they're going into an ad. So okay. uh, let's let's hit it. Let's hit it. Uh, folks, we'll see you. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. The time of COVID keeps on ticking. Maybe you're looking for a change. We here at Vegan Rob's Dojo are ready to help you find the new you. Throw away that chicken salad and feel the freshness of crisp cucumber and mint without a face. Be a real eggless Benedict Arnold and embrace the cosmic powers of kumquat and rosemary. The healthy living you've been looking for is right around the corner. Visit Vegan Rob's Dojo. And remember, when life gives you lemons, squeeze them. Squeeze them real good. Okay, everybody, uh, welcome back. Oh, and cheers. Uh, Jonathan, I, um, I went and made myself uh, kind of a room temperature toddy. You know, it's getting, it's getting a little hot for, okay. for hot toddies. But um, I refuse to stop drinking during the show. No, I think that that is, that is A-OTA. Uh, and I think we're going to be, you know, Fine drinking warm beverages. I mean, I hate Thanks. the idea that we can't have hot chocolate only in the winter time. You know, like I know what you mean. Like it's got a, it's got such a unique texture. Like the only thing I can compare to cold drink wise is like a really good horchata. Okay, you know something that's that's got that extra bit of um, I don't know texture to it. Like it's it's just a little more of a, a thick drink. But not, you know, not like a sugar punch in the mouth, like uh, right. like a Kool-Aid or something. Anyway, don't, you know, don't don't give it up because everything is meaningless. Jonathan, we've yes. been we've been eating at home. Uh, cooking at home. Cooking at home. at home. I mean, cooking uh, getting home. getting delivery sometimes, which yep. is a, a nice and just like really needed break. 
Um, sorry, uh, w w welcome back everybody. This is Do You Call That Food? Uh, and today we are, we're finally turning the spotlight on ourselves, really. Yeah. Uh, because, right here. yeah, for the last oh, year, um, you know, we had a really great backlog. And I just want to thank all of our past guests who uh, we had had a really hard time getting your episodes out. And during this global pandemic, it's been really nice to reminisce about, you know, like what's been going on with Panda Express and uh, so well, like pre pandemic Panda Express and like right. getting retro accidental retrospectives on all these restaurants that uh, we really loved around Baltimore that unfortunately most of mm -hmm. them have closed down or had to really alter their business uh, during during COVID. But um, we're out of back episodes now. <laughs> so let's let's talk about us. Yeah. You know, let's, yeah, let's talk about it. let's talk about you and me and like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. How are we surviving uh, with sustenance that we can make ourselves like yeah. uh, tonight? Uh, I can tell you that we had a wonderful taco meal um, mm. that Sarah made. Yes. Uh, for my mom and herself and I, um, it was delicious. Um, I I don't I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel about this, mm. but I am not a fan of McCormick's taco seasoning. Okay. Yes, but I but I really want to hear why you have a problem with it. Okay, I oh I did I was not expecting this. Oh, sorry uh, because because like yeah this is. It's something that I've had a lot of in my life. Okay. Okay. But uh, but like, mm, taco seasoning is so important. Uh, I'll I'll get into my side in a minute. I want to know. Okay. I want to know what. Yeah. What I I think it it just it's a little overpowering. It gives mm. it a like I maybe Taco Bell has ruined my palate, but I also know that like. Chipotle and Moe's and yeah. uh and and even like we there's this wonderful local uh uh Mexican food place called El Sombrero. Uh -huh. Uh delicious food, but like they don't put that seasoning in it. It's like McCormick's was like, okay, taco seasoning, and then they they just like try to sell it to to I don't know, people that buy it. I'm just I'm just not a fan. Yeah, so it's is it like because uh, for me it's like it's a little too generic. Like somehow all of the different spices that I'm supposed to taste have just become one thing, and it's a little too chemical and a little overpowering. I think uh, that's it. And um, it probably has something to do with how much salt is in there. There's a lot of salt in those mixes, but for me, so you know, Amy and I haven't eaten meat in many many years many so, years so when we do tacos um one of my favorite hacks is we'll just start with a block of firm tofu okay. and and throw that in a pan and start mushing it up and by the time like heating it up and by the time i've broken that brick down into you know chunks like kind of the size of crumbles just just with a spatula just uh then you throw in whatever your taco seasoning mix in and and let it cook down like let it finish cooking the water out super right. super easy super fast but because it's tofu tofu has like you know very little flavor on its own that's what it's, i was about to say yeah. like taco seasoning is huge when you're using tofu exactly so like any any like subtle flavor of the seasoning you're gonna get and any too much seasoning you're all you're really gonna get so right. yeah i've definitely found like mccormick's 
is it, it's fine you know it's good we like it it'll always do in a pinch but it, like something about it is just like it's like eating spaghettios instead of spaghetti you know what i mean god spaghettios but yeah awesome. i will say i do want to say um 100 shouts to just mexican food i mean i i loved it pre-pandemic and i i love the simplicity of like beans carbs cheese yep. guac yep. Uh, yep. salsa if if you got it and almost anything can become a salsa uh it's it's been a lifesaver um we've been ordering uh we get grocery delivery and okay. uh we're very lucky to be in a place that does that and one of the best meals i think is we will just schedule a little you know a little container of guacamole to come in the delivery along with corn chips maybe we'll pick those up from our local store or maybe we'll get them delivered but then that means like grocery delivery night is also guacamole night. And so we'll, mm. we'll make some beans. Uh, the Instant Pot has been great for that. Make some beans, mush them up, uh, spice them, throw some cheese on top. And it's like, wow, we have like a Mexican restaurant appetizer. Mm-hmm. So we can, we can sit at our little kitchen counter and put on some music and just be like, ah, this is just like a bar. Feels just like going out. It's super nice. That's nice. That's one of, I think, one of the few places that we can recreate with at-home food without too much effort. You know, it's we, not... uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've oh. been doing uh... getting some shouts in the chat here to Mexican oh. food. Yes, it thanks, thanks everybody watching. But also uh, the question of homemade taco seasoning, followed up by who has time to make it, but. Uh, uh, this person says a student made a homemade student. taco seasoning for them last Christmas. That's a really nice gift. Maybe maybe pre-pandemic me would have been like, oh, okay, interesting. But like right now, that sounds like really thoughtful, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Sarah and I have have gone through three different food like meal plan services. Uh, we're still trying to find our mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to find the best one, like a good deal with a, a good plan and some good food. Yeah. Uh, we've rocked out every plate, dinnerly and home chef. Wow. Uh, and uh, every plate was nice because it had all the ingredients and they gave you like a, a, a recipe and you like followed it. And uh, it was more cooking intensive. Uh, dinnerly was sort of like the complete 180 of it they just throw your crap into a box mm-hmm. ship it to you and then if you had the app you had the recipe <gasps> so there's no recipe in there's the box. no recipe cards in the box uh which <laughs> in in the grand scheme of things like when you think about like uh being eco-friendly great not using paper fine yeah and, uh, you know a lot of that packaging uh we did fre- uh blue apron way back in the day oh, yeah. um Oh gosh, I would always feel so bad about the amount of packaging in those because it's like everything was in a bag, a separate bag, or a separate box, yeah. or a separate little like you know jalapeno container. Uh, oh, <laughs> it was, it was just a nightmare to unpack those. Like, yeah. why not just order delivery? They would use right. less packaging. <laughs> so Home Chef is sort of the best of both worlds. Okay, um, they put everything like the whole meal into one little bag and then they put the bags in one box. So uh, it's nice because you don't have to like rifle through 
all of your produce and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it's all right there. Uh, so that's been nice. They also have like oven ready meals, which you just nice. put everything into this container yeah. and then put it in the oven and you're ready to go. So that's been great. Um, we, wow, we they even, it even comes with like an oven safe container, a little oven safe container. It's adorable. <laughs> uh, so we stopped, we, we, we stopped home chef because, uh, my parents are in town for the month. So my mom's oh, wow. already here. Mm -hmm. Dad's coming up tomorrow. Uh, that's a lie. The first of so Thursday. Okay. Uh, and, uh, so we, at this point it's like, okay, uh balls in my court now so it's no longer like my dad can tell me like you don't pay for cable you don't pay for you gotta uh, do and so like now i can say hey scotty boy uh right. if you want to watch the hallmark movie channel mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm gonna need you to cook me dinner please <laughs> and thank you and the good news is, is he likes to cook so like oh okay so this isn't it's fine it's not something he hates <laughs> this is not a hard sell <laughs> this is not a hard sell okay. but it is it is nice so sarah was so sarah's like uh so we could we can pause it and i was like yeah we can pause it it's like yeah. good, we'll make dad cook and i was like fine don't have to worry about it it's fun to have like a whole month where you don't have to worry about everything because like when they leave yeah. and then it's just sarah and i again it's like oh my goodness we get home I don't right. want to cook. I don't yeah. want to do anything. But uh, I do have to say I have honed my skills as a home chef with these plans. And it's been wonderful because like Sarah allows me to be creative enough. Okay. But we also kind of have the same dislikes. So I don't have to worry. So about, important. Yeah. You know, like there are some things that like she likes that I don't. But it's not like uh it's not there's like no like there's no deal breakers in there where it's right like, where no you're deal like, breakers whatsoever. oh man i really gotta have my banana bread and she's like bananas right. make me vomit you know like yeah no okay. no, no it's yeah we're we're set uh but when my dad gets in that's when it gets a little hairy because like he loves mushrooms and no one else does but like he likes to sneak that shit in and it's not uh -oh, even so like you 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 created some drama jonathan yeah well no it's okay uh but like it's not like he even like just sautés or like mm -hmm. cooks his own separate thing with the mushrooms. Like he'll right. he'll hide that shit in there, oh. and then you have to like you have to be a a secret service agent <laughs> that is eating the food before the president gets it. Right. You have to look through it uh -huh. and be like, okay, this is safe. It's yeah, it's a thing. You have to be like, hmm. Is that mushroom? Could it be chicken? It could be chicken. Could it, be, it might be could mushroom. Be chicken? It might be mushroom. Oh. There, well, there have I, been days because of COVID, I've just thought of like, maybe it's time to try new things. Yeah. I got to say, mushrooms, there and there are particular mushrooms that, you know, like have really strong flavors or, or um, textures if you cook them in a certain way or, or like right. don't cook them what I would call right. That I definitely, you know, I can get a mushroom dish and I'm like, no, thank you. But if you if you marinate it, for example, like mm. marinated mushrooms are super good. If you turn that and then turn that around something that's soaked in a nice brine and then you grill it like, oh, OK, I will just eat those. It doesn't have to be cooked in something, but not every mushroom and not every preparation. So I, right. I definitely feel you. Uh, well, I'm excited to hear the drama that comes out because you have clearly set yourself up for some surprises 
in the yes. next month. <laughs> next month, I'll let you know. It'll be it'll yeah. be great to find out what happens. So it's good. Maybe we'll do a live episode of Do You Call That Food? Uh, and just really put your dad on the spot. Yeah. You know, the one time, the one real quick story, the one time he hid mushrooms that he didn't need to was uh-huh. he wanted to, he wanted to try to make, uh, oh, oh, shoot. Why can't I think of it? Uh, it, oh, why can't I think of the, the meat with the mushrooms that are then put into, uh, a pastry crust why can't i think of the name of it this oh, is like awful. a like a pie but something else not it, shepherd's pie no no no, no, no no so it's like it's it's the 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 like a uh a filet that is then okay. like there's mushroom and then ham. why can't i think of the name oh my god oh now i know what you're talking about and now yep. it's gone from my but mind too you, it's gone from your mind <laughs> yeah. too why is oh my goodness you got me jonathan uh, yep i can't believe this is happening to both of us uh, uh and, ladies uh, and gentlemen we're a food yep. podcast for food podcast um, that you know, doesn't know this is this is just what's happening in yep. to everyone's brain everyone's brain you get the i'm gonna google it real quick okay uh, well while you do that i would like yeah, to you... to set us up for uh the, the maybe knows the the things that are a regret um and and I'm gonna step in it here a little bit because there's there's one thing that has become a huge staple in our house, and that is frozen pizzas, Ooh, yeah. uh, which which like are super easy. I love the simplicity because they they all are about yay big. They fit in our toaster oven on the toaster oven rack, so it's 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 easy. It doesn't feel like Keith we're Wellington. wasting. Oh, beef Wellington, nice. Oh one. my God! Uh, we had a filet uh, mignon suggestion in the chat. It's close. Yeah, it's close. Oh, but yeah, okay. Fin- yeah, finish your beef Wellington story. So anyway, uh, so there uh, in a in a like traditional, and this is how he argued it: traditional beef Wellington. Mm-hmm. It is you get the uh, the the meat, the steak. Yeah, and then you roll it in mushroom, like a puree. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you maybe put like a ham over around it and then you, you put, you put the pastry dough in and then you bake it. Wow. Uh, and he did that for everybody's and he like, didn't have to, like he knew, like we would have been happy with everything else. You yeah. don't have to do it. Uh, the worst part was I, I knew that Gordon Ramsay always has it. So I looked up the Gordon Ramsay steak okay. in, at the uh, horse at the horseshoe casino in Baltimore. Uh, I looked at the menu and the picture uh, on the menu page is a beef wellington but it didn't say it so i had to like go deep into the menu pdf <laughs> uh which was uh yeah, nice little little find beef wellington we're good nice Oof. goodness okay well that, hey i love it maybe you can get frozen pizza to cook it again yeah so froze frozen pizzas and specifically um frozen gluten-free pizzas and here's here's why i'm stepping in it a little bit so uh Producer Amy eats eats gluten free, uh, has to, and that was something that was a little bit new when quarantine started. So we hit this period where like we had already been questioning the kinds of things we eat when we're out uh, and right. the kinds of things we can cook at home, and we're really missing. You know, it's like we can't just live on rice and beans every day. I mean, you can, but oof. Uh, yeah. So we're craving these things we used to go out for and thing and, and like things we had been missing since before going gluten free in the house. And um, 
then we realize like, oh, most of the gluten-free pizza you can get in the world, and certainly this isn't true everywhere, but a lot of the places where you can get it, it's basically just a frozen pizza anyway. They're just heating right. up a nice frozen pizza for you in their very nice pizza oven. Right. Uh, so great. So this is like, for me, a real mixed bag because I I prefer gluten-y pizza. Uh, it's, right. it's, there's just the best. Yeah, they, they cook, they're easier to cook. Like gluten-free pizzas have a very narrow window. They're either soggy or they're too crispy and getting it just right is like, not possible, I think. Uh, right. So it's all, you know, it's always on the edge. Uh, gluten-y pizzas are easier to cook. But the thing is, because getting gluten-free pizza, like uh, all pizza is good pizza. It doesn't matter right. if it's bad or gluten-free or cooked wrong. Um, it's good pizza. And the fact that gluten-free pizza from the outside world, from the before times, would basically be the same, like... It's really nice. And so in some ways, I feel right. like very low rent because we're just like, uh, you know, multiple days in a row, we'll be like, what do you want for dinner? Pizza. And uh, we'll we'll pop a pizza in the toaster oven and uh, split it. And it's great. And it makes me feel really weird. But they're also delicious. And yeah. they're they're just very comforting. So I don't know. That's yeah. that's my like, uh, hmm. We, that's a weird we one. Did, yeah. Uh, my parents were on a, a diet and so when we made pizza they used a cauliflower crust yeah those are one of and the better crusts they they're they're also like it's either burnt or it's soggy <laughs> right that's the thing like it's it there i have not had it perfectly cooked in a way that i would say was like it it did its job like it was it. its job uh I like the cauliflower crust because I enjoy cauliflower. Like I would eat it oh, nice. just yeah. the crust, you know, like, mm -hmm. okay, sure. Make, make me some chips out of it. Um, right. And there are lots but, of good alternative cauliflower yeah. foods that are super um, good. But I, I just, the, like putting stuff on top of it just sort of was like, ah, this isn't, I don't know what you want me to think this is. Ah, interesting. Uh, but the cauliflower crust, uh, I'm, I'm good about Yeah, that. they're good. The, our favorites are the cauliflower crust. They come from Trader Joe's. Uh, okay. Those are those are our fave. Uh, the second fave, and actually, I think this one might have taken over, is um, Bonza, which is a gluten-free pasta-making company. They have a chickpea crust pizza. And for my money, I think that one is the best and the closest to, like, a weedy, like... You know, just okay. has has yeah, like yeah. that that good crunch and texture and uh, and cooks cooks crunchy but not brittle and yeah, yeah. yeah so that's been a good one. But what about you? Do you have any uh, any quarantine weirdies where you're like, well, this is a staple, but I'm not sure about it. Uh, I joined uh, Universal Snacks, like Universal Yums. It's a snack box. Oh, and so I've been exploring other countries' snacks. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm kind of disappointed in it because I feel like it's the company themselves and they just like <laughs> package the food yeah. in a way and then say, cause like, if you look on the back, it's like, like the, the, uh, the copyright information on it and everything mm -hmm. uh, is all universal yum. It just says universal yum on it. Um, so it's all, yeah, it's all like, they, they would call that like white labeled food. So it's yeah, 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 sort yeah. of mystery food. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been nice. Uh, okay. I did get Tokyo Tree. 
which was exciting because like this box was actually coming from Japan. Oh yeah, and it's a whole box of like different kinds whole of box snacks. of so much stuff. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and but the the thing was was like it was kind of the same things every month. I see. And then they would throw in like a specialty drink that always changed, like a Lipton's okay. uh, a Lipton's bubble tea. Hmm. That was creme brulee flavored. What? <laughs> that had that had Waldo on the cover, like on the front of it. Wow, that's a that's, it was the that is some real hats on hats action right there. Strangest thing, uh, but it it ended up just feeling like the only special things I were getting mm-hmm. was like a different flavor Kit Kat and that drink, and I was spending like right forty five dollars on yeah. it, and everything else was like. Here's a Japanese package with a Pokemon on it mm-hmm. of uh, corn puffs. And like right. that, then there's like 17 different corn puff things. And I was like, okay, so maybe like in the world, we're a little bit tough to like find snackages that are different. But it's it's been, I, be, I've been yeah. enjoying it. Uh, there's sometimes there's some weird snacks where just like, uh? okay. And then there's yeah. other ones you that want, were you just want that, like, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then there's others that I'm just like, oh, I cannot wait. Like we just got, uh, what did we get? I forget who we just got, but uh, I think it was the Netherlands. They had uh, a cookie dough candy bar that was like dipped in chocolate. So it was a chocolate bar that had cookie dough in the center. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. It was delicious. Wow. I I could have had 12 of those uh and they only came one which is fine <laughs> bummer um, but uh yeah that's that has been our adventure that yeah. has been a consistent like that that i started like the second week we were in mm-hmm. uh quarantine nice and then, uh it's just been happening every month now which is wonderful yeah very cool uh well folks i I think we're about out of time. Jonathan, do you have any uh, any last thoughts about, you know, at-home food, quarantine food? Uh, sure. Make sure you support your local businesses. Yeah, legit. Yep. Those, I mean, you know, for a lot of restaurants, a lot of places, it's uh, it's been too late. But yep. if, if not, you know, yeah, get some takeout, get some delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, if they're... If they're a shop, go in, double mask, uh, yep, make double, it, mask. double mask and make it fast. Yep. Uh, it's uh, it's very important to to make sure you've got a diverse community of people who are living their lives and living their culture and making that uh, available to people. So, um, yeah, eat local. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, we want to know what are you eating and what of it uh, is food to you and what of it is not. Um, I'll eat a whole bag of spicy Doritos in a sitting on camera for you uh, because I'm a trash monster. Uh, But we want to know what you're eating. So let us know. Uh, You can do that here on uh, our Facebook at facebook.com slash we have to ask on our website at we have to ask dot com. Tell us on Twitter. We have to ask uh, on Instagram. I was mixing it up for a second. I think Instagram, we are under, we underscore half underscore two underscore ask. I don't know. I should stop trying and just. Yeah, don't up. try with that. I, I still got to, I, I got to be more active on that. I'll do my best. We'll get it figured out. Uh, yeah. But we want to know what, yeah, what are you eating? What are you missing uh, food wise? And uh, how are you going to change that as 
eventually, God, just fingernails out, we claw our way out of this COVID situation. Mm -hmm. I hope by the end of the year. Uh, let us know. We would love to hear. Uh, I think other than that, Jonathan, any, anything else? Anything you want to plug this week coming up? Uh, I don't have anything. Maybe in the future, uh, April 29th, uh, JMO knows either the nose here or the nose here. Uh, .com, look up information. We're going to have another Pigtown trivia. Uh, Very nice. It's a, it's a good old time where we, we get to hang out with the neighborhood of Pigtown. We're going to be uh, live, like in person and on virtual. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I, I am ready to mask up and be fully vaccinated and get to see some of the, the neighbors. I'm not even in Pigtown, but I get to meet the neighbors <laughs> of Pigtown. So oh, that's Pigtown. exciting. There you go. Uh, so check that out. Uh, PigtownMainStreet.com uh, is their website mm -hmm. for you to register. And then you can still get the information at JMO Knows. JMO Knows and JMO Knows. Yeah. .com. .com. Excellent. Uh, well, folks, that's going to do it. This has been another episode of Do You Call That Food? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. As always, order up! We'll see y'all next time. That means credits are go. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. We like they produce Amy and Herbie Lobsters. And thanks to Skies and Camp for our theme song. Check them out on iTunes and while you're there, give us a rating interview. We really enjoy it. How did I mess this up already? You're doing great. Uh, yeah, I know. Where am I at? Uh, like us and follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. And check out the other podcasts on the Peaksoft Network at Peaksoft.com. Oh, uh, perfect. Uh, Amazing. One hard seltzer, and it threw me off. <laughs> it's out the window. Out the window. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.